Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this weekend to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today, I am joined again by John Chick of Locked On Rangers. We're talking playoffs. We're talking Patrick Laine. We're talking all kinds of things. So I will get right into it. I'm curious about this, too. You know, you mentioned the Wild and Knights, and I, I totally agree with you, Jay. I think that's been just an, a fantastic series. It's kind of been, I mean, maybe not so much in Game 3, but the first two games of that series, uh, the goalies, man. I mean, Cam Talba and Marc-Andre Fleury both just standing on their heads. So if you like good goaltending, anyone listening to this, I highly recommend that series. And um, I'm I'm curious, Jay, uh, if there's a team that you're, that you're rooting for in the playoffs, because for me, it's the Minnesota Wild. I kind of decided that going in just because, you know, they have Matt Zuccarello, just a beloved former Ranger. I mean, every Ranger fan loved the guy. And, of course, Cam Talbot spent a couple of seasons with the Rangers as well. I think he's always been an underrated goalie. Uh, you know, Matt Dumba's a lot of fun, plays with a lot of fire, and uh, Kaprizov, exciting young rookie. So I, I'm just kind of taking a liking to the wild. But is there any team that uh, that you're pulling for in these playoffs that you'd like to see lift the cup when it's all said and done? Yeah, I think, it, again, it's for me, for me it's, it's Minnesota or Montreal. Um which is just very surprising to me because ever since I've gotten into hockey, like completely irrationally, I've just been like, oh man, Montreal, don't like those guys, don't like anything about them. Uh, don't know what it was, just for some reason, I decided that that Montreal was the worst. Um, and I've kind of somehow turned around on that. Um, I think partially it's, you know, Laura and Scott are great people and I've talked to them a lot about it. And they clearly, you know, they love this team a lot. And so that helps. Um, they have a lot of former players that I that I like. I love Tyler Toffoli. Um, I obviously Josh Anderson is doing really great things for them in the minute. It's impossible not to root for Kerry Price when he's on his game. Um, but yeah, Minnesota I think is the team that has going back to kind of what we talked about at the at the beginning. They have the most potential for chaos. They have the most potential for being an upset team. I think if they take down. Vegas, I think they could potentially go all the way to the final. Depending on who comes out of Colorado, um, St. Louis, I think it's probably going to be Colorado at this point. Yeah, But I feel like the Wild matched up fairly well against Colorado this season. And if they can take down Vegas, then why can't they take down Colorado? And if they come out of, the, if they come out of that division, I don't know that there's a, a diff- another division that can, that can beat them. And yeah, they're just, they are, they're a lot of fun. And people have been making kind of snarky comments about it. I thought the Wild was supposed to be fun. Why aren't they scoring more goals? But like, and I don't, I like to me, and I don't know if this is because I'm a goalie myself, one nothing, 2-1 games are the best kind of hockey for me. Yep. I hate these 6-5, 7-6 nightmare overtime games. I don't think it's good hockey. I don't think it's, I'm sure it's exciting. I don't think it's right. fun though, and I think that's a, that's a, a distinction that that people make very differently to me. I will take a one nothing game any day of the week before I take a seven six nightmare. 
I'm with you. And it's not just with hockey for me. For pretty much just about every sport, I tend to prefer low-scoring games. You know, I think the quality of the sport is probably higher when it is low-scoring. I mean, look, every once in a while, if you want like a 7-6 overtime playoff game, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, give me the give me the game that's tied at 1-1 and going into triple overtime. I mean, to me, that that's just phenomenal hockey. And, you know, it just makes it that much more impressive and that much more uh, noteworthy when a team finally, you know, gets that overtime winner and gets the win there, you know? Yeah, like I'm thinking specifically of like the five overtime Columbus Tampa Bay game. Yeah, last last postseason. I watched that I whole game. That swear was. to God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I that that so that game started early for me. I think it was like it was at like a nine p.m. game for me over here, and so I thought, oh, brilliant! It'll be done by like eleven thirty. I can record. I can go to Little bed. You I'll know. have the the episode done, and then it's you know the next thing I know, it's three a.m. I'm still sitting on the couch. They're still playing. Like. Jonas Corposalo is making his 97th save of the night and looks like he's about to collapse. But that was, for me, that was the most fun hockey game that I watched that entire playoff run. Yeah, I don't remember and, which goalie it was, but I, I think one of them got close to 100 saves. They were at like 89 saves at the end of the night. I think, yeah, Jonas Corposalo, I think, made 87 of 89 saves in That's the insane. end. Which yeah. is just makes my legs want to fall off even thinking about it. Like, it's, and. <laughs> Like and even we lost that game, and it was still the most fun I've had watching hockey in a long time. And that's the that was the opening wild Vegas game for me. Everyone was like, "Wow, this game is so boring." But no, there's something there's something that I really love about watching two goalies just kind of basically duke it out, and everything else is just kind of set dressing. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it for the goalies. Is is yep. is what I'm saying? I guess. It's uh, it's the ultimate X factor too. That's how you get upsets in the playoffs, man. And you know, a goalie gets hot, and he can take you a long, long way. Um, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, look at Jonathan Quick in oh yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, Jonathan Quick basically decided the Kings were winning the cup in two thousand and twelve, and dragged the the corpses of every Los Angeles King <laughs> with him. Corey Crawford were... did it in two thousand and thirteen. Like it's it's it's, it's just funny. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Quick because I remember that year uh, that that. The Kings were actually the eighth seed. And like you said, he basically just put them on his back and took them to the Stanley Cup. And then, of course, two years after that, you know, it's Rangers Kings. And, you know, being a Ranger fan all these years, the, the reason why I always felt good going into any playoff series was Henrik Lundqvist. Because no matter what, you know, no matter who we're up against, I feel like we've got the better goalie. And that was maybe the only playoff series I can remember, you know, maybe the last year or two notwithstanding. But the only playoff series I can remember where, you know, I could look at the other side of the rink and think like, man, that guy's just as good as Henrik Lundqvist. He might even be better, you know, that against Jonathan quick in the finals that year. And of course, you know, you saw what happened, the, the five game series win for the Kings and Jonathan quick was Jonathan quick. And there's just not much anybody can do about it. Yeah. Sometimes when a goalie is on his game, like, and again, potentially it's my goalie bias kicking in, but it's when a goalie is hot, when a goalie is on his game, I think it's, way way more exciting than a guy scoring a hat trick like as fun as nathan mckinnon having seven points in two games or whatever it is uh is you know that's fun but just shutouts that that's way more fun to me yeah i'm with you um coming up in just a minute i've got more of my conversation with john but first i've got to tell you about locker room 
Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favourite team or sport. I'm going to be hosting rooms for Locked On Blue Jackets once a week, so you can finally join in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You can find fans just like you for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumours. Make sure you join me this weekend. I'll be hosting a room on Saturday at 7 Eastern. So download the Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Make sure you create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at LockedOnCBJ, or one word, to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live once again this week at 7 Eastern on Saturday, and I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Columbus Blue Jackets, so I will see you there. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar. You know it, I know it. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. Comes in nine delicious flavors, plus, you know, they've got limited flavors all the time. Just recently, they had a white chocolate birthday cake flavor that I have not personally tried, but a lot of my Colleagues here at the Lockdown Podcast Network swear by it. They think it's amazing. So keep your eye out for that. The website, I feel like every other day they have a new fun flavor, but their regular flavors are just as good, you know, and there's something for everyone. There's coconut, there's cherry, there's mint brownie, there's double chocolate, there's salted caramel. I'm a big fan of the mint brownie. I love that chocolate mint combination. Uh, and Bill Bar just does it better than better than anywhere else. And not only are they the best tasting protein bar, but they are good for you as well. Almost all of the flavors only have, they have 17 grams of protein. They've got 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams net carbs. That makes them perfect for a keto diet, whether you are the kind of guy that goes to the gym and needs just an extra hit of protein in their diet. Or if, like me, you just want to put something in your mouth that is not really, really bad for you. And here's the best bit. If you go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your first order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And also, Jay, you know, something else that I've kind of noticed uh, is that I've at least heard rumors that maybe Columbus could be a dark horse in the Jack Eichel sweepstakes. And of course, you know, it feels like Jack Eichel's name comes up in trade rumors, you know, every couple of weeks. And this offseason, it might actually happen. I've heard that the Rangers are in on him. And now I'm hearing that maybe they're cooling off on him a little bit. Uh, do you think Columbus could kind of throw their name into the hat and get involved here? Do they have uh, the the types of, you know, draft picks and prospects and everything that they would maybe make a play for Jack Eichel? I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I think every team is doing their due diligence on Jack Eichel. You know, you'd be stupid not to, to, to at least make a phone call and be like, hey, what, what are you looking for in return? I don't know that I want to give up what Jack Eichel is going to command. Um, I've, I mean, I've seen some, I've seen some trades rolling around, mostly from Sabres fans who are like, "Yeah, we'll take Oliver Bjorkstrand and Cam Atkinson and a first round pick, and we'll get LA involved, and they can take Zach Warinski and half of Eichel's salary, and then we can have like the Blue Jackets can have Eichel for whatever half his salary is. Is he making like nine million at the minute? Uh, he's making ten million, so yeah, million. pretty so, much. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get we'll get Jack Eichel for five million, but like. I don't know that I want to give up that much for one player. It's as good as a player he is. I I think I'd rather I would rather keep the pieces that we have and not like and not basically gut our 
our chances to win now. I don't think we're going to be contenders next season. I think we'll be better than we are this season. But I don't know that I want to get rid of, you know, for example, our second best defenseman and a first round pick and two and our two top scorers this season for one player. Because who's he going to play with? You know, no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, that's like, and I think again, every team is like, yeah, of course we'll take Jack Eichel in the same way that I think if uh, every single team would be like, oh yeah, well, of course we'll take Connor McDavid on our team, of course we'll take Sidney Crosby, of course we'll take Alex Ovechkin, but like you've got to think about what what you would have to give up, and I think yep. in the case of guys like Connor McDavid, I absolutely would give up all of those things because Connor McDavid is a player that can, as we've seen this season, can basically just steamroll the entire league you know yeah. he can he can score it well what was it 100 102 points in 56 yeah in a, in a 56 games? game season yeah yeah bonkers just, wild. just yeah absolutely insane yeah but jack eichel is not Conor mcdavid and i don't want no, to give I up agree. a yeah. ton i don't want to give up as much as i think the rangers are going to um sorry not the rangers that the sabers are going to ask in return i would rather pick up a cheaper center somewhere else i'm not gonna lie i haven't had a look at the the centers that are kind of potentially available this uh this off season but and again we have a lot of the blue jackets are a super young team we have a lot of pretty good prospects we have a lot of guys that like are not top centers yet but very well could be um i think jack Roslovic was a real kind of gem in that that trade i've been calling it the um the jack Roslovic pierre luc dubois trade because he of those of the three players in that trade jack roslovic finished the season with the most points the most goals um so he was a real kind of a real kind of upside to this season we've got guys like alexander texier who is uh he can play center he's still kind of working out the the kinks in his game but he could be a potential you know second or third line center so i don't necessarily think that we need to go out and sell sell the farm to get one guy back and i like i imagine you kind of are in the same boat like what the rangers would have to give up to get eichel would make it probably not worth it yeah i've had a pretty similar take to pretty much everything you just said there jay i mean basically the way i see it i mean listen it's tempting jack eichel take nothing away phenomenal player and you also got to keep in mind all the stats that he's put up through his first six years in the league he's done that with the buffalo sabers so it's not like he's had a ton of help right so, right. I mean, he's a great player. He's very young. Players this young, this good, don't become available in a trade all that often. But like you were saying, I mean, you'd have to give up so much to get him. And, you know, as I was talking about earlier, we have Mika Zibanejad. He's going to be an unrestricted. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent uh, at the end of next season. And so if you do all these, if you do this Jack Eichel trade and you give away, you know, Pavel Buchnevich or Andre Miller or a first round draft pick or some of these other prospects that the Rangers have, and then you let Mika Zibanejad walk in free agency, you kind of have the same problem because you're still going to be pretty thin at center. And I think maybe the more rational thing to do here is to just give Mika Zibanejad a new contract. I realize he's a little bit older than Eichel, but Mika's only 28 years old, and he's been a fantastic player for the Rangers over the years. And if you re-sign Mika, you don't have to trade all these players. And I, you know, Mika's going to get a nice payday. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think he's getting $10 million a season, which is what Jack Eichel is getting. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's cheaper, and you would have to give up less to uh, hang on to Mika than you would to acquire Jack Eichel. So, yeah, yeah I mean, and, it's, and it's something to consider, but I, I, I'm i lukewarm to it at best. Can we come in just a second? I've got more of my conversation with John, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online. 
BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The playoffs are in full swing, and you can track all of the action at BetOnline. Get the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC, MMA, face-punching action. So before the next game, make sure you head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the bench anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On, all one word. Once again, that is betonline.ag, promo code Locked On for 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, and the, the other thing is as well, like, Yama Kekalainen has repeatedly said he doesn't want to improve this team through trades or through free agency, you know. A couple of seasons ago, Bobrovsky and um, Panarin, we tried to re-sign them, but we couldn't. We let them walk. Uh, we didn't end up re-signing uh, Duchesne. I was all pumped for us to sign Taylor Hall this off-season. Didn't happen. And Kekalainen has repeatedly said he doesn't want to basically ruin the, the hard work that he's put into building the team that we have to get a player like that. when. You know, and potentially we're we're in line to pick top five in this draft. If you know, potentially, you know, knock on wood, yep. potentially we could win this. We could win the lottery, you know, and that's, a, yeah. that's the first overall. And I think I would rather have that than than Icon. I think Kekalainen would as well because he's very kind of particular about how he builds this team. And if you look at the the makeup of the Columbus Blue Jackets. You know, all of our key pieces, we drafted them. Both of our goalies, Columbus draft picks. Uh, Bjorkstrand, draft pick. Wierenski, draft pick. Uh, Atkinson, draft pick way back when. You know, the only piece in our core, really, that we haven't traded for, it, that, sorry, that we haven't drafted ourselves is Seth Jones. Yep. And we have, yeah. to, we have to trade our fourth overall. We have to trade fourth overall, Ryan Johansson. For that, so it it just yeah. it doesn't seem like it's it's Kekalainen's mo to pick Go for three of really name. good yeah. players and throw them at Jack Eichel when he's so insistent that we like, you know, our our homegrown talent. I think is what he wants more than than to potentially become a contender in the next two seasons with Jack Eichel. Yeah, I mean that makes sense to me. It sounds like it's a team that's really kind of built from within. You know, they kind of a lot of a lot of homegrown talent. Um, I figure, uh, well, Jay, this was a ton of fun. We can go ahead and uh, I realize this app is about to cut us off in a couple of minutes here. So, uh, who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup? Do you care to throw out a prediction? Who's who's going to be lifting the trophy at the end of the season? Oh man, um, I will say, I'm going to say Boston. Okay, Ugh. I, know. <laughs> I hope not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm hope not, not. happy about it, but I'm going to say I'm going to say it. Them and the Penguins, man, like with the, I mean, that, usually the Rangers and Bruins aren't in the same division, but the Rangers are always there with the Penguins. And obviously they have a rivalry with both teams. Those teams just won't go away. I'm so tired <sighs> of every single season. One of those teams is in the finals or they're playing each other in the conference finals. It's the worst. And uh, black and yellow teams, man. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I will, uh, I'm going to say Avalanche over Penguins in the, in the finals. I don't know. Grubauer, I, I don't know if, 
I don't know if Grubauer is is good enough to uh, be a Stanley Cup winning goalie. I mean, he's solid. I, I don't know if he's quite elite, but we'll see if he's good enough to get them there. Yeah. All he has to do is stop them long enough for McKinnon to do McKinnon things. Exactly. So, that's all it is. I think it's, that's, that's going to be a high-scoring series. I think yeah. if that's how it goes, it's going to be the Crosby versus McKinnon show. Absolutely. Well, Jay, again, this is a ton of fun. And uh, Ranger fans, Blue Jacket fans, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. And I think that's all the time I have for today. Tomorrow, I will be sitting down with Deanna Weinheimer to look at the Cleveland Monsters and how their season has gone. So make sure you stick around for that. And when you're done here, make sure you listen to Locked On Today. Get all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have been Jay Foster. You can follow me on Twitter at jaythegoalie. You can follow this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.